that up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback. Presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. The perfect beer for whatever happens. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell and John Tisdell. Flyer fans, the Dayton Flyers went on the road this week. Two games, they went there to kick some butt and chew bubblegum. This week, the Flyers were all out of bubblegum. Tis, 17-point win Thursday night at St. Bonaventure. 18-point win tonight at Fordham in a game that wasn't pretty for a first half, but as Archie Miller said in his postgame comments, Tiz, you got to be happy coming away in this league. I don't care where you're going, coming back 2-0 after a road trip like that. Yeah, No question about it. You and I have said so many times over the years, road wins in college basketball are golden and especially when you're going to new york state and you got to consider flyer fans what the flyers have had to go through travel wise archie pointed this out talking to our own larry hanskin a few moments ago team left dayton on wednesday they got to upstate new york uh to only in new york which that is about as tough of a travel as there is in the Atlantic 10 up in upper state New York. Then they had to get to New York City. They had a tough time getting there. Um, and if you heard Bud Light pregame show, you heard Bucky Bockhorn say that they had they, they didn't even have time to get much practice in. And it was one of the reasons why they were sluggish in the first half, but they got their legs back and played a lot better in the second half. And as Archie said, really summed this up real well, he's really going to be glad to get back to the UD Arena come uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, they had been playing incredibly well, obviously, in this new reality that they've had since they dismissed Devin Scott and Jalen Robinson from the team some weeks ago, Tiz. And they were playing with tremendous energy at home. A lot of people had wondered how in the heck they were going to handle their first real road test because they had been home for so darn long and had been playing so well off the energy of that crowd. And you mentioned, Tiz, it's a tough road trip. Only in southwestern New York. I mean, it's straight south of Buffalo. You're going all the way across the state to get to New York City to get to Fordham. You're staying on the road, not even coming back to Dayton at any one point. You mentioned the travel problems they had with the snow and the weather. They were supposed to practice at Madison Square Garden yesterday. Didn't. Mm -hmm. Bucky is said today, shoot around was short, 35 minutes tops. They were trying to dial back on that to keep legs fresh. At some point in the pregame, Bucky had mentioned that you know they were dialing back and had times getting guys up off their rear ends to practice today because they were just so beat, man. Dead legs, traveling, playing a game Thursday, and they responded well. Now, the first half was not pretty. They were not sharing the ball. I believe they had four assists on their field goals in the first half, so they weren't sharing the ball. The defense, as Bucky mentioned, was not up to par. I thought Tuesday became came entirely too reliant on the three. In Mm -hmm. fact, I tweeted in the first half, because we had talked about this a lot, many have been wondering how this Dayton team would fare on a cold shooting night. Well, I thought at the time, I said it would appear we're on our way to finding out tonight. And for the first half, we were, Tiz. Yeah. What were they, 4 of 11 or 3 of 11 from beyond the three-point line in the first half? But but not pretty. We were, I thought, on our way to finding out. Well, we were wondering, uh, as people were talking about on the Twitter, uh, when they were calling the show, or if you were just discussing with fans out and about at the arena, everyone's wanting to know, man, these guys are just unconscious from not only beyond the three-point line, but from the field in general, Mm -hmm. shooting lights out. And the worry was, uh uh-oh, well, you know, what do we do if they have an off-shooting night? 
Thought we were going to find out. They caught fire in the second half. The defense stepped oh. up. They started sharing the ball. They got some run-out buckets. Everything they weren't doing in the first half, they did in the second half, and mm-hmm. Tiz responded tremendously, and you go away in a runaway, 18-point win over Fordham. Yeah, incredible. When you look at the way that this Flyer team responded, uh, look at the number. Scoochie Smith, 15 points, another solid performance for him. They just, second half, I mean, one point, what was it, 17 and 19 or 15 and 19 in the second half at one point? uh, They showed uh, the TV, which was on Channel 7 tonight. And (laughs) these guys, the Flyers again had all five starters in double figures. Deshaun Pierre uh, was solid again. Daryl Davis, I got one word to describe him. That's pure from the outside. My goodness. Three of three from beyond the arc. Uh, he was 20 of 35 for the season coming in. Uh, you can add to that. This That guy is just unconscious from, from, the, from the outside. Kyle Davis again playing hard. Uh, Jordan Seibert, another solid game, 14 points. Uh, this is a team that just, they rallied together. Archie pointed that out, and you know, it seemed that they. It took them a while to get going, even in the second half. But once they got going, boy, were they going. Tiz, I was sitting there, and and for a second, let's talk about just how crazy well Daryl Davis is shooting. Seventeen of nineteen in his last nineteen three point attempts. I was kind of like in shock that this whole thing happened. At that time, I'm walking to the free throw line, and I'm thinking, like, man, did this dude just did this? Yes, John Starks. Yes, yes, he did. And John, John Starks, Starks was in New York to watch yes. Gucci and and company, and but Daryl Davis specifically, seventeen of nineteen. Tiz, that's eighty nine percent. That that's Banana Town from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. 89% from the free throw line is incredible in college, at the college level. He's shooting 89% from beyond the arc in his last 19 attempts. That is, I don't even know how to describe that. Just unconscious from behind the three-point line is Daryl Davis right now. Kid can't miss. Yeah, That's better than Reggie Miller did against John Starks in Madison Square Garden, by the <laughs> it's way. It's pretty close. <laughs> uh, but I'll say this. I mean... Daryl just has been incredible, and really the Flyers have been incredible. When you just think what this what this team went through when after the dismissal of Jalen and Devin after the Arkansas game, Dayton again they barely eclipsed past the seventy five point mark. John, they've been over seventy five points their last six games. They they eclipsed seventy six points probably. Maybe I'm looking at the stats cut before cut before uh, before the dismissals twice they've done it six their last six games yeah it is in the in this win streak now so coming into tonight again these stats are adjusted or they're not adjusted for tonight's game but coming into this now six game win streak so the five game win streak they were on coming into tonight's game against Fordham they were playing defense okay first of all they were shooting let's let's talk about this shooting and defense wise they've been just on fire Mm -hmm. they've been shooting 47 percent from beyond the three-point line with 53 field goals made from beyond the arc. That was before tonight. Right. They were allowing 57.5 points per game, so staunch defense. Yeah. Tis, they were shooting 50% from the field. Their turnover margin was plus 5.8 during the streak, and they were scoring 78 points a game, 17 assists per game, and as we mentioned, better than 50 cent, 50%, 512 from the, uh, from the field, and a plus uh, 4.8 turnover margin. Right. During that streak. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they're scoring in bunches and they're playing defense. Yeah, 
and that's the thing. The, the defense for the Flyers, really, for most of the season, has been pretty good. If you mention Archie Miller said this many times during the course of the year, that things get started on the defensive end. Brooks Hall mentioned it many times when the team was in Puerto Rico. You know, the defense is going to fuel the offense. Well, that certainly has been the case throughout much of the, throughout throughout part of the year. But we've really seen the offense during the small ball, where the team just has played very very good basketball, and they're passing the ball well. That's the other thing they're limiting their mistakes and also they've been able to knock on wood stay out of foul trouble yes they've had some guys Pollard's been been the guy that's probably been in foul trouble probably the most because he's been inside the most and but they but they've kept rolling they've kept rolling and that's about all you can really say. They've kept it rolling uh, six straight, and th- somehow they got the Empire State of Mind, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And, because and the- one last thought. It was UD Arena, Empire State Empire State of Mind, in my opinion, when you saw and after that Kendall Pollard dunk, I should say. Go right ahead. Lost my turn of thought. 457-1290 is the number. To the phone lines we go. Sean in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your hey, mind, guys. Sean? Hey, guys. Uh uh, last time I called was uh, last uh, year after we beat uh, Syracuse. Um, first off, uh, my comment is when's the last time Dayton went to Olean and then went to Fordham? Big time wins. But my question is, what's your thoughts on uh, Daryl Davis? This kid uh, is a freshman. I mean, it's crazy to see this kid shoot like this come to Dayton. The last thing I remember, Brian Roberts. That's a, that's a comparison a lot of people have made, Sean. I mean, uh, there was a lot of fans, I think, and, and, and quite frankly, the people that cover the team, too. He w- he dropped 17 in the, in the uh, opener this season against Alabama A&M. He right. had 17, cooled off, went away pretty much between then and the Boston game, and then all of a sudden Scott and Robinson get kicked off the team. Darrell comes out on fire in the Boston game, and he has not let up since. Keith Walskowski said a couple weeks ago, for whatever reason, and this new reality they have with this new depth situation they're facing, or... I mean, it, it's been weeks now, but that they're in at this point. Uh, Daryl looks like a kid that's gone from playing pickup basketball, was the analogy Keith made, with his older brother and eight of his pals, and they just needed a 10th guy to play a pickup game. He was just, well, we need a 10th guy, so why don't you play? To now a kid that absolutely looks like he fits and has got to himself some serious confidence going. 17-19 since the Boston game from beyond the three. That's just unreal. Brian Roberts-like, you're right. Here, here, you know, you look and you go out and get hype. What I think Archie did is he got athletes, and that's what Dayton needs is athletes. Athletes, to my opinion, when you look at, like, today I watched Kentucky, athletes beat hype, and that's what Dayton has is they have six scholarship athletes, you know, seven, but, you know, he'd come back, and then you got Bobby Worley. But what they have is athletes, and in my opinion, a six-six athlete will be the seven-footer any day, and that's what Dayton's doing. Let's keep it going. You know, let's go. All right, Sean, thank you for the call here on Flyer Feedback. And Sean's right. You take these athletes, Tiz, because they mentioned this on the broadcast of, of on TV that we carried on Channel 7 tonight, mm-hmm. the SNY yeah. broadcast, that, look, they may be undersized, and they are. Let's make no mistake about it. they got no one on this roster that stands taller than 6'6 right now, right. including a guy who they're getting back next Wednesday, Detuan Rogers, that, you know, you add him to the rotation. Nobody taller than 6'6, but a guy like Kendall Pollard, who is your starting five at this point, Kendall plays a lot bigger than 6'6 because mm-hmm. he's long he's athletic and across the board the point the guys on tv made today was this this team is not having trouble with size now because every one of the five is versatile and even the two guys you're bringing off the bench and davis and Worley, everybody can step out and shoot the three on this team they're all versatile they're all mismatches so the size disadvantage 
has not been that so far in this new situation they've got now. No, it hasn't. And the other thing, not only did Sean bring up that they're athletic, but these guys are also very good basketball players. That's the other thing. When you look at some of the difference that the Flyers have had in the past, yeah, they've had the athletes, but I don't think they were they didn't have quite maybe the basketball IQ that they've had in the past. Now they do. I agree. That's the thing that that's really been impressive. Uh, with all due respect to the guys that did play in the past, you know, we know that Chris Wright, Chris Johnson, those guys did have I think pretty good basketball IQs, but overall, this team I think that's the difference that I see with the recruiting that Archie's been doing as opposed to some of the coaches in years past, not just with BG, but also with Oliver Purnell. And on those coaches, I think, did a pretty good job, ran the program the way that they thought it should. Archie's running the program that they think it should. And a couple other stats I'll throw in. UD has not started 3-0 and in league play since 03-04. And uh, that was a team, uh, Keith Wallacekowski's senior year, that made it all the way to the NCAA tournament. And that was a team that was a short that was a short team uh, with limited depth, and uh, they were able to uh, they won the A10 West that year. I'm not going to say they're going to win the A10 because they still got to de- deal with VCU and GW, but they're off to a very good start so far. Yeah, here's the thing now, Tiz. You know, as we talked about last week, and we talk about this all the time in the show, college basketball. It's a cliche, but it is true. It is as true in college basketball as any other sport, I believe. It's an absolute marathon. It's not a sprint. And right. you got to weather the ups and downs. And let's make no mistakes. There will be some. Right. Hopefully, the Dayton, the, the ruts they run into this year will be minimized. And it's a one or two game skid and not a one in five crater like last year at some point. There's going to be rough stretches. You got to fight through it in college basketball, and ultimately, you just try to fight through it to play your best basketball in late February into March, and that's all you got to try to do. That's exactly but right. But so far, this Flyers team, Tiz, they're on some sort of high right now. We just got to ride this as long as it lasts because they're playing out of their minds right mm-hmm. now. Real quick, I want to get to something you said because a lot of people had been asking that on Twitter so far tonight. Man, when was the last time a UD team did start 0 3? Or th- I'm sorry, 3 0 in conference play? You said it's the 03 04 season? 04. They just posted wow. the recap on DaytonFlyers.com. 2003-2004, that was the senior seasons of Ramad Marshall, Keith Wallacekowski, and Sean Finn. Uh, some pretty good, some pretty good teams, and and it's been a while, been about eleven years, and it's a long time. It, it's been a while, and you think about the struggles that UD has had in years past in the A10, and we really have seen that turnaround since that run, which started in only in New York. Uh, I would argue. I mean, yeah, I know there were wins against GW yeah. and George Mason. But I would right. argue it really started in only in New York with that comeback win when they were down four under four minutes last year. But the row wins are golden college basketball, folks. Yeah, you'll take them. Make no mistake about it. Now the question is, can they keep it up against a pesky LaSalle team that BGW today, and then against an very inferior St. Louis yeah. team. We'll move well, on that later. For now, though, we're enjoying a win. 76-58 adds up to an 18-point Dayton Flyers win. Archie Miller and company now 13-2 on the season. 3-0 now in a 10 play. This is Flyer Feedback. More of it after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Dayton at Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, air. online at WHIO.com. And on every device with the WHIO app. Your news starts now. Now. A 
Fox News Radio. I'm Don Matheson. France mourning the 17 victims of this week's terror attacks. A huge rally is planned for tomorrow in Paris. There will be a plan of exceptional magnitude in order to make sure that the rally goes well and also in order to be able to guarantee to the people attending the rally maximum security. The French interior minister speaking through an interpreter. A section of the Air Asia jetliner that crashed in the Java Sea has been recovered. Using balloons, search crews pulled the tail section of AirAsia Flight 8501 from the Java Sea Saturday, but the black boxes were not inside. Indonesian authorities believe the cockpit voice and flight data recorders detached from the tail section on impact. Fox's Brian Yenis. The Harris County, Texas Sheriff's Office responding to a hostage situation at the Tombow Regional Medical Center. The spokesman says a man holding at least two people hostage. Fox News, we report to decide. News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We, we, we report, you decide. Are you covered? Whether you are signing up for health insurance for the first time or renewing your current policy, we're here to provide free help. Our trusted certified counselors will work with you to personalize a plan that meets your needs and fits your budget. Plus, we'll help you understand insurance discounts that are available. Find out more at areyoucoveredohio.org or by calling us at 1-800-648-1176. That's 1-800-648-1176. Sponsored by the Ohio Network for Health Coverage and Enrollment. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Attention men, are you urinating often, waking at night to urinate? We want to send you a free bottle of Super Beta Prostate, made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow, bladder emptying, and is shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. You can try Super Beta Prostate free, only pay shipping and handling. This free giveaway is available while supplies last. For details, call 800-460-0983. 800-460-0983. 800-460-0983. Would you like to lose weight instead of gain weight over the holidays? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have something special for you. 45 days free with no obligation. That's 45 days of free fitness, free childcare, and even free tanning. We have some of the nicest, cleanest, most equipped clubs in town, and we're open 24 hours. We have a friendly, non-intimidating atmosphere with great exercise machines, tons of free weights, and lots of cardio. But get this, call now and be one of the next 10 callers and you not only receive 45 days free, but you also receive eight free personal training sessions with a certified personal trainer. That's right. 45 days free and eight free personal training sessions. That's over a $300 value free. So call now in Huber Heights, 237-0409. That's 237-0409. Or reach us at everybodyfitnessclub.com. Don't miss your 45 days free. Call now, 237-0409. Welcome to Tire Box. May I help you? I'm shopping around for new tires. Thought I'd try you and Tire Discounters. Tire Discounters? They make your tires last longer, so I was wondering if... Don't tell me you're going to fall for their gimmicks. What about all the things Tire Discounters does to make my tires last longer? A bunch of sly gimmicks. Like free alignment when I buy four tires? Gimmick. Nitrogen inflation? Gimmick. Free rotation and balancing for the life of my tires? Gimmick. You're calling those gimmicks? Would you be going to Tire Discounters if they didn't offer you all that stuff? But they do, and they're the only ones. See the gimmicks? 
Yes. Our diamond buying team travels to Belgium three to four times a year. They must have a billion dollars worth of diamonds go through their hands just to hand select the finest diamonds for our clientele here in Dayton. Please visit us at the Elizabeth Diamond Company and let us show you three or four beautiful diamonds side by side so we can help you make an educated decision on which is the best for you. We're very much in tune to finding a stone that presents itself well and that she will love forever. The Elizabeth Diamond Company in Centerville and Troy. Remember, if you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet. Hey, Russell Wilson here, and I know how important exercise is. It's with Play 60, United Way and the NFL are helping kids stay active and play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids, healthy kids. But what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org slash play60 because great things happen when we live united. Donate, donate. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Falling through the teens tonight to around 10 degrees. Clouds increase with temperatures climbing towards morning. Highs around 32 on Sunday. Quiet start. A winter weather advisory then kicks in from 1 p.m. Sunday until 4 p.m. Monday afternoon. We'll see a light wintry mix arrive Sunday afternoon. Continue through the overnight hours with snow, sleet, and freezing rain expected. A sloppy commute then by Monday morning. Activity tapers off quickly into the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Kirstie Zantini on Dayton's official station for severe weather. News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Call in with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 WHIO. Pascal puts it up off the glass. No rebound. Dug out on the baseline by We Pierre. got numbers, man. Ahead to Scooch. Holler down the lane with the flush. And Dayton takes the lead. 34-32. And a timeout is taken by Fordham. And listen to this Dayton crowd in the Bronx. Flyer fans, that was my turning point in this game. Tiz, this was happening on the radio as I was pulling in, watched the first half at home, and was coming in uh, to the station at halftime to watch the second half with you guys and to listen to it as well. And I almost picked up the phone and called you and said, pull that play (laughs) off the logger and save that as a highlight. Tiz, you were way ahead of me. See how in sync we are with this show. (laughs) I know. UD goes up 34-32 at that point. That was was the point where I thought, okay, now now they're going to have some energy going out the rest of the Way. That's the game changer. Oh, yeah. Larry and Bucky, I believe, dubbed that one of their game changing moments during the correct. broadcast. That's correct. I thought clearly turned out to be just mm-hmm. that. UD goes on to win by 18, 76, 58 over Fordham. Dayton now leads the all time series against the Rams 26 games to two. Uh, Tis, of course, last year the Flyers swept both games last year, one in the regular season, 80 to 68. <laughs> one of the few wins in the early, early goings of mm-hmm. the uh, 8-10 season last year. That was the Fordham win correct. in the Bronx was the one of right. the one and five starts. That's correct. And then, of course, Dayton won 87-74 in the 8-10 tournament in Brooklyn. Uh, Dayton's now also won Tis the last 10 meetings against the Fordham Rams. Last time they lost, I think, was the 05-06 season, if I am not mistaken. And that's when Dayton started out well in non-conference. And that was, I think, B-Rob's sophomore year. Um, I think that Marcus Johnson and Kurt Hillsman were a year away. Yeah. And uh, that, that was the last time Dayton lost to Fordham. Bob Hill, I think, was the head coach of Fordham at that time. That's how far back yeah. it went to the Wayback Machine. Back I was going to say, you talk about Wayback Machine. Speaking yeah, of, been a while since they've lost to Fordham. Been a while since they've started 3-0 and as they are now, as Correct. we mentioned just before the break. In case you missed it, 
uh, as the kids say on Twitter these days. Uh, last time Dayton was 3-0, and Tiz and A-10 played. The last time they started 3-0 and was all the way back to the 03-04 season. BG's Talk first about year. way back machine. BG's first year, Keith Walskowski, our friend and colleague here on Flyer Feedback, and Sean Finn, senior year. Been a while since the Flyers done that, so it gives you an indication of mm-hmm. just how impressive, I don't care who you've played, you can say oh, Duquesne yeah. at home uh, that, uh, and then uh, a road trip to Bonnie's and Fordham. Never an easy road trip because that's an impressive start in the A-10. There's no question about it. I mean, look, I mean, George Washington, which is one of the top teams in the Atlantic 10, uh, if I'm looking and trying to get through the uh, standing the preseason picks, they were picked to think second to finish in the Atlantic 10. They went on the road and got and got lost to LaSalle at LaSalle by 13. Uh, LaSalle is always a tough ball game. Last year, you remember, Flyer fans, it was 65-51 a final. <laughs> that game was a lot closer than the score would indicate. John, you were at that game. You remember that was a, that was about yeah. as one of the toughest games. Even when Dayton was in that winning streak, uh, it took the Flyers a while to put them away. Eventually, they did. Uh, I anticipate that game to be exactly the same thing Wednesday night. Expanded Bud Light pregame show at 6 live from Casano's on Brown. Tip-off is at 7 with Larry and Bucky. And then Flyer feedback with you uh, on uh, from Flanagan's on uh, over on Stewart Street. Who you got? Who's with you uh, this? Uh, I got to pull up my schedule, but I believe it's—I want to say it's Keith or Brooks on Wednesday night. Okay. So, but uh, you know what? It, it's always tough. I mean, this conference is never easy. No, it's not. It, even it, for a down year this year. Well, look. I mean, in conference play, it's never easy. I mean, you look back at even, I know I'm going to get off topic for just a second. Look at Kentucky, for example. We talked about this the other night. Ole Miss, they give them a tough game. Texas A&M gives them a tough game today. Kentucky wins in double overtime. Folks, when you go in conference play, it's not easy. Uh, these teams, they know you. And for the Dayton Flyers to go to 3-0, and um, as shorthanded as they are, they were able to pull it out. And again, they're well-coached. I, I just give so much credit to Archie Miller and the coaching staff. They've done it. They do a terrific job of getting this team prepared, and also they have good leadership. Jordan Seibert's taken on the role as captain, and Deshaun Pierre has also done the same as well. He's really played well, I think, during this six-game winning streak. Too. Yep. The game, of course, tonight was on our sister station, Channel Seven WHIO TV. Also tomorrow morning on Channel Seven, you can catch the Archie Miller show that airs at eleven in the morning with Mike Hartsock in North Texas with the Buckeyes traveling ahead of their game with Oregon Monday, of course, for all the college football marbles on the table. Monday night at Jerry World. Uh, Mike traveling with the Buckeyes. So Larry Hansgen, we, you had asked me this during the break. Now we have it official since Larry has put it on the Twitter. It is fit for attribution. Uh, Larry will be hosting the Archie Miller Show tomorrow morning on Channel 7. Just so we're clear about this, Larry distinguished this on Twitter. He made this, uh, this distinguishment between him and Archie. In case you're wondering, Archie will be the guy with the hair on TV, uh, <laughs> according to Larry. So Larry Hansgen filling in for Mike Hartsock on the Archie Miller Show, which you can catch tomorrow morning on Channel 7 at 11 in the morning. All right, 457-1290 is the number of Flyers fans. This is your show. We want to hear from you. Back to the phone lines we go to Mark and Xenia. Welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind? How you doing, John? Good. After a win, not too bad. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, what do you think of our shooting team this year? Shooting pretty good, man. Can't miss. It's probably the, the last best six shooting games. team we've had in a long time, don't you think? Yeah, I would say. Yep. Hey, can you talk about the recruits we've got coming in next year, how they doing this year already, if you know anything? I mean, you got Mike Sell and you got Zarius Williams coming in next year. I mean, that's more of a Norm Grevy question. I'm not uh, terribly, you know, keep up with that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. Anything else you got on your mind, Mark? Uh, do you think we should recruit some uh, kids who got the wingspans, long arms still for the future? 
Tiz. Mm. Well, I mean, if you're thinking in my mark, maybe someone like a Kendall Power that we've already got right now. But, uh, you know, Archie's going to look at what he thinks is the best. And, uh, you know, I, I know very little about what these guys have done. I know that the announcement's already been made with John Crosby, Ryan uh, Mike Sell from St. Henry, Ohio, Sam Miller from White, from D.C., and Cyrus Zy- Williams from Huber Heights. Archie's done a good job of recruiting in general. Mike Sell's at 6'7", uh, from St. Henry, Miller, uh, um, yeah, Miller's at 6'8", and Williams is at 6'8", so Archie's doing it pretty good. I mean, these guys aren't 6'2", 6'3", shooters. These guys are about 6'7", 6'8", at wing players, so we'll see what they do uh, in the... uh in the short and the long term, but to let, you never know what happens though. When these guys go ahead and get into college, you don't know what's going to happen to them uh, in the short term or in the long term. So that's why they're here for four years. And you know, Archie's done a pretty good job of developing a lot of these kids. Look at Deshaun Pierre; he's he's improved every year. Look, Devin Oliver is the other example too, even though he's recruited by BG. And let's not forget, you've got a six, almost a seven footer, Steve McIlvain on the bench. So height yeah. next year. Not going to be a problem. Back to the phone lines we go to Ravo and Drexel. Drexel, Ravo, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, I'll tell you what I really liked uh, uh, about this game was, at least on my uh, on the broadcast, uh, at least on my Time Warner Channel 7, it was synchronized with the radio broadcast. And uh, therefore, I was able to listen to... Uh, Larry and Bucky right on, uh, you know, watch the TV, and boy, that is great. I don't know how you did it, if it was luck or whatever, but I hope you can do it again. That's got nothing to do with us, Robbo. It's just <laughs> lucky. What else is on your mind, brother? Uh, you know, before the game, Bucky said he thought that uh, that that uh, Fordham did not would not handle the ball well, that they had a bad uh, assist to turnover ratio, but it seemed to me like they handled it very well. It seemed to me like they had very few turnovers. Now, I'm just saying it seems to be. I haven't heard the statistics. Do you have any statistics there? Of course we do. This is a post-game radio show. They had turnovers, uh, 11 for Dayton and 6 for Fordham. So, yeah, they did take care of the ball pretty well today, Tiz. I guess they did. Yeah. Hey, you know wow. what? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they that's did. All, yeah, that's, that's probably the best we'll see all year by anybody. That's kind of amazing. How many assists they have? They had 11 assists, so six turnovers, 11 assists. Pretty good afternoon or evening for the uh, Rams no, in that department. That, that's but. not that many assists, but, uh, but boy, that, that uh, six turnovers in a game like that is, is, pretty, uh, is pretty remarkable. I, I, I think that's what kept them in the game, especially in the first half and stuff, and I don't think uh, people were talking about it that much. I think, uh, I think that was a key part of the game was their excellent ball handling by probably a team that isn't that good a ball handler. So. It was kind of a, a, a weird thing. So, um, okay. Well, All right. Well, thank you for the call, Ravo. Yeah. Did you notice that uh, LaSalle did upset George Washington today? Yes, we did. Uh, and, we uh, had mentioned that. We yes. had did. Thanks very much for calling, Ravo. And, look, there's no question about that. Um, you know, it took Dayton a while to get going. It was tied 25-25 at the half. We mentioned the travel was certainly a factor going from only in New York uh, to the East Coast, to New York City. Uh, they had the travel problems given the weather that's been going on uh, throughout throughout the country. Um, and then you have – when the Flyers were able to maintain it. Uh, it took them a while, but eventually they did get going. Uh, it, it's not easy to play anybody in conference play. Uh, you're going to get ready. I mean, John – we talked about this, not only this, but the coach talked about this and the players. They knew when conference play started that they were going to be one of the marked targets this year for what happened in the Elite Eight. And that's what, and that's what you're seeing happening. There's going to be no such thing as easy. Even when you're at home or on the road, 
you're going to be targeted every single game. And you know what? The Flyers responded so far. They've responded pretty well. And that was something, Tiz, that we knew was going to happen, as you mentioned, coming into this year, that they had that target on their back with the Elite Eight because, uh, you know, obviously Dayton's a, a pretty storied program to begin with. But when you got that kind of tournament run, and, and I think anybody would tell you this, not just somebody here in Dayton that covers the team, uh, the Flyers were, no doubt, they were the darlings of the 2014 NCAA Correct. tournament. When you look back years from now, anybody does, in the 2014 tournament, NCAA Big Dance, they're going to be, they were this year's George Mason, this year's Kent State, uh, last year's Kent State. They were last year's George Mason. They were last year's Butler. VCU. That's going to be the team. Last year's VCU. Last year's Florida Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on. But that's going to be the team that you look back at the 2014 tournament and casual basketball fans remember. The Dayton Flyers were the cinder fellas of that tournament. Correct. And I thought of something that, as you made that point, John Calipari said Tuesday after the Kentucky game. I know we don't cover Kentucky basketball, but I was at Rupp Arena for that game Tuesday against Old Miss. And not to compare Kentucky and Dayton, but in a similar sort of teams are gunning for you now. Calipari said, hey, look, you know, a lot of people, I remember being in Rupp before the game, a lot of people thought, well, the crowd isn't going to be that good this afternoon because Old Miss and we're just going to, you know, railroad them out of here. Well, not so. They gave him a game until yeah, they, they went toe-to-toe, they and, it, and it took extra time for Kentucky to get away with that win in overtime, and Old Miss was even close to winning it in the extra period. My point being, a lot of people thought, well, psh, Old Miss, who cares? Calipari said, this is what we're going to get in his post-game radio show. We stuck around in Rupp to listen to his radio show on the Wildcats yeah. network, yeah. and he's talking about, you know, hey, look, everybody thought this was going to be an easy game. We knew we were going to get this, and this is what we're going to get from here on out in SEC play. It's conference play. We're Kentucky. We're the number one team in the country. We're going to get everybody's best shot. And he goes, Texas, he even said Tuesday night, and he called it because today, another close game with Double Texas overtime. A&M. Double overtime to beat the Aggies. Well, look, I mean, and he said, "Hey, you know, we're going to get everybody's best shot. You think we're just they're just going to go in there and say, "Oh, you're Kentucky. We're just going to lay down for you." No, they're going to get everybody's best shot, and so are the Flyers now. Again, not to compare the two, but similar in that you're getting everybody's best shot now because of the year you had last year. And Tiz, let's be honest, two places that they just went now, not easy places to play. St. Bonaventure is widely regarded as one of the tougher road venues. Now, the Flyers have had success. You look at the stats over the years. They've had success in Olean, but they're never easy wins because of the environment there. Uh, now, the students weren't there Tuesday. Probably helped a little bit in terms uh, of making the environment less raucous. I agree. Fordham, another one of these, well, it's a gymnasium. It's not like LaSalle. They say arena when it's it's more of a it's high school really gym. Not. But Fordham is a little band box. It holds 3,200 people, the second oldest venue in use right now in Division One college basketball. Yeah. It's a tough place to play because when you're playing over across the river from us here at our studios at UD Arena. It's a sellout. 13,000 people every night. It's a sellout, raucous environment. You go, you cut that in, you know. And fractions of that mm-hmm. 3,200 people little band box quiet atmosphere mostly Dayton fans but not an easy place to play no and you know what it's tough for the players to get fired up they're so used to playing in front of 13,000 fans and was that maybe a reason why the Flyers struggled so much on the road in years past maybe but you know what Dayton's done pretty well on the road in recent years. Last year they were five and three in conference. So far, two and zero. Now, am I saying Dayton's going to finish over five hundred in conference play uh, in the season this year? No, I'm not going to say that. Do they have a chance? Sure, but they got some tough road games coming up at VCU. You know that atmosphere is going to be tough. Yeah. You know George Washington's going to be tough at St. Louis. That atmosphere is usually pretty good, even though they're having a down year. At Davidson, I'm anxious about that. That's usually a pretty good 
pretty good pretty good atmosphere. So uh, we're going to see what happens when when the Flyers start to go on, on the road when they get away from their from their pod games. LaSalle and St. Louis wraps up the first half of their pod schedule, and then they get to games against Duquesne. Then they get their, their later games with Duquesne, Bonaventure, and uh, we'll get to the rest a little bit later on as we're at yeah. They get the first game of the home and home. Speaking of return games, you get a return game with Fordham, but so far they get the first game from the Rams, 76-58. It adds up to an 18-point win for the Dayton Flyers. Archie Miller and company now 13-3 on the year, 3-0 in the 8-10 for the first time since the 03-04 season. I'm John Bedell. He's John Tisdale. This is Flyer Feedback. More of it after we pay some bills right here on the home of the Flyers. This, this is Flyer Feedback. Live from Flanagan's Pub on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. At Elizabeth Diamond Company, we've really simplified the process for custom design jewelry. From sketch to CAD to wax models and finally the finished piece. Our staff makes sure you walk away with your perfect piece of jewelry. Don't settle for buying something off the shelf that you might regret. If you know what you want, work with the team Elizabeth Diamond. Have them make it for you. My name is David Knopf and I'm an Elizabeth Diamond Company customer for life. The Elizabeth Diamond Company in Centerville and Troy. Always remember, if you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Welcome to Tire Box. May I help you? I'm shopping around for new tires. Thought I'd try you and Tire Discounters. Tire Discounters? They make your tires last longer, so I was wondering if... Don't you... tell me you're going to fall for their gimmicks. What about all the things Tire Discounters does to make my tires last longer? A bunch of sly gimmicks. Like free alignment when I buy four tires? Gimmicks. Nitrogen inflation? Gimmick. Free rotation and balancing for the life of my tires? Gimmick. You're calling those gimmicks? Would you be going to tire discounters if they didn't offer you all that stuff? But they do, and they're the only ones. See the gimmick? Your loved ones deserve the very best. And that means you need to come to Health Foods Unlimited. Enjoy a new year with a new you. Save 50% on eternal water, Zevia soft drinks, and Tofuti milk-free products. Save 45% on American Health Natural Vitamins, Garden of Life Perfect Foods, and Vega Natural Foods. Save 40% on Avalon Organics Bath and Body Lotions, Elba Skin and Hair Care, Earth-Friendly Cleaning Products, and Lundberg Rice Products. Visit Health Foods Unlimited, one half mile east of the Dayton Mall in Southtown Center on Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 till 9, Saturday, 10 till 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Get the weather on demand and in the palm of your hand. The WHIO Weather App. Tracking 24-7. Set your current location and get alerts wherever you go. Stream 7 Weather Now and track live Doppler 7 HD. Don't settle for a generic national app. Get the local content you deserve, catered specifically to you. From the Storm Center 7 team of local meteorologists, the WHIO Weather App. On your phone or tablet. Download it today. 
If you have served in the military in any capacity, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA. I never served in combat. You may still be eligible. I wasn't injured on active duty. You may still be eligible. I'm not retired. I just have an honorable discharge. You may still be eligible. Apply today. Call 937-262-2128 or online at 1010ez.med.va.gov. You served us. Now let the Dayton VA serve you. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Zeros and ones. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Mostly clear and cold temperatures fall back through the teens. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on Dayton's official station for severe weather news 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Call in with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 WHIO. Pump fake. Davis open for three. Baby D does it again. 50-43. Dayton by seven. Their biggest lead of the game. Well, I tell you what. I wouldn't take this kid out of the ballgame. Against that 2-3 zone, he is dynamite. Woo, Baby D. Bang, bang. Bang from three, man. 17 and 19 tis in his last 19 free throw attempts, of course, since the Boston University game. Mm -hmm. Baby D is on fire, as they used to say in Uh, NBA Jam. Let's see. Dare I say... In fuego. In fuego. He is, indeed. <laughs> and, of course, Tiz, it's a road win, and we haven't gotten this out of our systems yet. So. Can you dig it? I can dig it. Flyers. I can, too. 3-0. Starting 8-10 play, 3-0. For the first time since the Wayback Machine, 03-04, Tiz, that was Keith Wallaskowski's senior year. Senior year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Keith wouldn't appreciate me <laughs> using that as a reference for how long ago that was, well. but he can take that up with me at Flanagan's <laughs> on Wednesday go. night. There I'm, you go. I'm sure well, I'm sure flag yeah. from Keith. I'm sure, well, and, and you'll probably get flack also from Sean Finn or Ramad Marshall as well. Before this show's <laughs> so over. Keith, if you're listening, right. I'm sorry, brother, but just busting your chops a little oh, bit. Oh, that's all right. Fun. That's right. It's all it's all in love, Keith. You know what? And that that those are some pretty good flyer teams, by oh, the yes. way. That he and oh, yes. Ramad and Keith and uh, Ramad and Sean played on. Those are some teams that could play and uh you know what and just so much respect for them and so much respect for this Dayton Flyer team yeah terrific job being done by Archie Miller uh again this team just plays John to, with their to their strength and that's what a head coach does and he's just done a magnificent job of doing that uh with the dismissal since then again of Devin Scott Jalen Robinson this team has won six straight they've eclipsed the 75 point mark in each of these games 
They're 13-2, and 3-0 and in conference play. John, that's just huge. That is yep. just huge. They're tied with VCU and Rhode Island for first place in the Atlantic 10. There's a lot of basketball left to play. Flyer fans, 18 conference games this year. It's a long There's haul 15 this year. left. It's a long haul. Yeah. A lot of things are going to happen in conference play this year. There will be ruts, Tiz. We don't know when they're going to come You're or correct. how they will come and what fashion they will show up, but they will. It's college basketball. This team will hit a rut. But for now, Tiz, you can't be anything oh. but incredibly satisfied with how this team is playing. They're scoring in bunches. They're playing defense, tough, tenacious defense. They're getting out and running. They're sharing the ball. All across the board, one through five, they are incredible mismatches for anybody because everybody can shoot, everybody can ball handle, everybody can pass, everybody can dribble drive. It's an incredibly versatile lineup. You're only going seven deep. Daryl Davis is shooting out of his mind right now. 17 of his last eight, 89%. That's banana town, dude. People... 90% 90% from the free throw line is bonkers mm-hmm. at the college level. Yeah. He's shooting close to 90% from beyond the arc. And as you mentioned, they're 13-3 and now overall, 3-0 and in A-10 play ahead of a game Wednesday at UD Arena against LaSalle. Speaking of the rest of the A-10, let's take a sc- uh, look at scores from across the rest of the conference. Another game that was on national television today, NBC Sports Network LaSalle gets a big win at home over, win. G- uh, over GW, 63-50. LaSalle is now 9-7, and 1-2 in A-10 play. GW Drops to 12 and 4, 2 and 1. Rhodey gets a win uh, at Pittsburgh uh, against Duquesne, 61 60, and a tight one over the Dukes. Rhodey, a, t- a, t- a team tiz I would put in the top five of that conference right now. They are For my money, it's GW, Rhodey, Dayton, VCU, Davidson, and everybody else. Great. So we'll see. So Rhodey improves to 11 and 3, 3 and 0 on the year with a 61 60 win over the Dukes in Pittsburgh. VCU. Gets a 15-point win over St. Joe's, number 20 VCU, by the way. They're the only team Correct. in the conference nationally ranked. VCU gets to 13-3, 89-74 over St. Joe's. Davidson, 89-54 over St. Louis. Tiz, that's our time. Final thoughts real quick. Final thoughts. Good to the Flyers get the win. Uh, eight, uh, 76-58. Archie Miller Radio Show special time for Monday Night Flyer fans from Frickers. 6 p.m., not 7. It's 6 p.m. because of the uh, Ohio State game. Oh, wait. No show? Brennan, you're saying no show through the glass? No show now? No show because okay. of the Ohio State game. Okay. But you can catch the Archie. Miller Show, the TV version, tomorrow morning at 11 on our sister station, Channel 7. Larry Hanskin filling in for Mike Hartsock, who, good segue, is traveling with the Buckeyes in North Texas. Correct. Flyer fans, one more time tonight. Dayton a winner, 76-58. The 18-point win gets the Flyers to 13-3 on the year, 3-0 in A-10 play. Our next game is Wednesday, 7 p.m. against LaSalle at UD Arena, which means we're live with the expanded Bud Light pregame show from Casano's at 6 o'clock. Brennan, TJ, guys, producers, thanks for getting us on the air tonight. We will see you on the radio Wednesday night. Flyer fans. Until then, I'm John Bedell. I'm John Tisdell. We're saying go Go Flyers. Flyers.